The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Saints football is almost here. Thank God. Saints Happy Hour needs your support. We need money to buy the finest meats and cheeses to pay Thomas in Poland. We need money to buy show intros like Sean Payton and to have mediocre audio. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And access to our private Discord channel to talk Saints 24-7 and the world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Annual patrons get a month for free. So go sign up at saintshappyhour.com and support the show. Do it. Go right now. Go to saintshappyhour.com. This is John Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. What? Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. <laughs> is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast we have a great that was super low entry that was super low energy i was la- i was laughing because like, can you give us give me a little bit more oomph i can't i was laughing too hard because you 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 said you you answered sean payton when he said andrew doesn't know football you answered like it was the first time you had ever ever heard it you were like deeply offended <laughs> I am deeply offended. Maybe me, I would get over it easier if he hadn't blocked me on Twitter. And it threw, it threw me for a loop, and I'm off my game. But to be fair, uh, let's start Let's start with this. We got a great show for you. We're going to talk about Onyemana getting suspended. We're going to talk about uh, how the Saints are going to overcome it. We're going to talk about potential options. We're going to talk about Marcus Williams not getting signed. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, if they'll sign Richard Sherman or not. And we'll take some questions from people. And we got trivia. Uh, but and doing those updates. <laughs> and, and, and maybe Dave should stop watching porn so his yeah. computer works. Stop watching yeah. All right, all right, right. Now I have to address two things. Uh, the first thing I'll address <laughs> is the most recent allegation made against me right here, right now. Uh, I was not watching porn. This was just a standard False. Windows update. This had nothing to do with porn. Second False. of all, second of all, I want to just go back to last week's episode for a second. And I just wanted to let you guys know I had multiple, multiple people uh, approach me multiple. this week approach me this week and say uh the palace having a throwing a party at the palace of versailles is so much bougier than going to turkey <laughs> that's Caicos. right it is well i mean uh, i just i just wanted this i just wanted this well i mean the po- the, 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 the the pole the, the versailles the versailles party it won like 80 to 30 80 to 20 so it I been mean, 100 to nothing it people agreed with nothing. you we know everybody. Everybody knows deep in his heart, Andrew is bougie to the max. We know. We love AF. Andrew, but we know that bougie AF. Yeah. Hey, all I gotta say is that yeah, there was a lot of uh, vitriol, anger 
our patrons were not happy about the selection, you two. And I'm counting you, Thomas, <laughs> back there. In the, That's right. I know you, you can't see, we can't see your face, but you you're, you were in on they this. Were, and damn, we're mad. You, you guys picked uh, – Oh, blame me. You guys blame the picked, poll guy. Yeah, well, you named yeah. the poll guy. Yeah. People, yeah. Well, people. I'm just saying – I'm just saying the Yahoo Finance. Everyone People. felt like that should have won. won, and they're wrong. And you guys picked uh, Advocare. And yeah, so, because- or, sorry, it, sorry. Let me quote Ralph. You guys voted for Advocare, and <laughs> uh, you guys were wrong. You're you guys wrong. were wrong. Yeah. Well, people, people were people were mad at us this week on Twitter, but this then- is not a democracy anymore. That's right. But then, th- <laughs> th- then Saints Twitter went from mad to. It got sad and it got dark. And Thomas, play the music. Oh, already? Okay. Already. Play the, play the music. <laughs> Holy shit. Play the music. That came out of nowhere. I know it did. I'm sorry. Hello, I didn't say darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, man. Saints Twitter, it got dark. It got dark at the end of the week because you got Marcus Williams didn't get extended. He he didn't sign the extension. And then Onyemata gets suspended for six games and... Andrew, we'll get into the depth chart about with the defensive tackles in a minute. But Onyemata getting suspended, it's not worst case for the Saints because he's not out for the year. But if you if you told me pick a guy that the Saints absolutely cannot lose, I think Onyemata would be in my top three for the Saints. Like that's how critical he is. And now he's gone for six games. Because he got high on the HDH. Or- I would say top four. I would say top four. But yeah. Top three, that's adorable. Top four, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's adorable also. I don't adorable? Know. You don't, I don't like know. Your condesc- is that your condescending way of saying I know more about football than you guys? <laughs> that's my condescending way of saying uh, you guys are idiots, I guess. Really. So, so that's I'm not saying I know more about football, but. So who? Okay, okay. Right. So I, I, I would give Lattimore. I would who give might get Demario suspended Davis, as well. And I would give We're talking Michael, about defense. No, I'm just talking players oh. on the roster. You shoot yeah. your dick off. I, I, I would give Lattimore. I would give Demario Davis. I would entertain Michael Thomas. Yeah. Besides those three, James you can't. Winston, you you can't. Hell. No. Because one of those guys is going to be the quarterback for your team. Right, but the other if one of them gets hurt, then I, my point is with those two right now, I don't see a clear difference in, in terms of who's better. So, like, if one goes down, the other plays, how big of a drop-off is that? Dave, can Less you— Less critical of a player for that. Can reason. you name a defensive tackle on the Saints team, not Malcolm Roach and not Shy Tuttle? Can you name Albert another— Albert Huggins. <laughs> is that a real name, or did he just make yeah. that up? Oh, oh, Albert Huggins. God. Come on. Uh, oh, I thought you said it. I thought— Come on. I mean, who are you talking to, Andrew? You. <laughs> Why? He asked me to name a defensive tackle. I named a defensive tackle. My problem is not with you accurately answering the question. <laughs> okay. Lorenzo Neal. Junior. The second. Junior. Yeah, Junior. I mean, so this I, is I interesting. Would rather, I would rather Lorenzo Neal, the original in his current state, playing defensive tackle for the Saints. Malcolm Roach is he a DT or is he more of a defensive? He back? said he said besides Malcolm Roach. Oh, oh, oh. that was literally in the question. <laughs> do you do you feel like Dave? Do you so you don't you're just not like you're laughing at, at everybody in Saints Twitter no, and I'm me not and saying, I, panic. I don't 
I, I don't discredit that losing. Okay, so wait, hold on. Money. Try again. So quarterback, I've already disproven that. Give, give us another name on the no, roster. No, wait. No, you haven't disproven that. Oh, are, we, are we talking about more like important players? Yes. You don't think that whoever you don't think Jameis Winston and or Taysom Hill are more important than David Onyemata? It's not that. What I'm saying is that if one of them were to go down, if they both go down, of course it's a disaster. But I'm just saying if one goes down. I feel like whether Jameis is the backup or Taysom is the backup, they're... The this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The best backups in the NFL, and if either of them are starting, it's not a guarantee they're going to be good. So, like, the drop-off from 1 to 1A, to me, like, who knows? All right, well, I don't know. Cam Jordan, not last year Cam Jordan, but every other year Cam Jordan, that he would be up there. Marcus Williams. I know you said Marshawn Lattimore. Maybe C.D. Deuce. Look, I love, I love David Onyemata. I think he's great. And, like, they're very I, thin. I, I, think Onyemata, I think losing Onyemata because of what you just said, what you literally just finished saying, because of how thin they are behind him, he is more important than all those guys you just named. Well, Dave, I hope you're laughing at us after like two <laughs> weeks and be like, I told you sons of bitches not to panic. The Albert this... Huggins is fine. Yeah. Tuttle is fine. Uh, Roach, my UDFA son, is fine. The run defense is, is, is holding steady. But I think you're going to be dead wrong. I think teams are going to gash the Saints. But – I, I think the whole defensive line is totally questionable. You know, Cam Jordan is questionable. Is he going to play like last year? Because if he plays like last year, he was a non-factor for just about most of the games. Uh, now, you don't have Onyemata, and you, we've lost, uh, we lost, what's his face? Malcolm Brown or whatever. Yeah. I feel uh, like you're kind of making our case for us here, Dave. I under, no, I'm just, <laughs> I, but I, but I just, well, no. Who is more? Who is the most critical at his position? Yeah, you could make an argument for David Onyemata, but like, I don't know. Most you're, important, you're getting there. You're, 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 no, but most important, around. most coming important around. overall player. You know, I don't, I don't know. No, I mean he's not. I, you're he's confusing it I, with the best player. He's not the best player yeah. on the team. No, it's no, just I, defensive tackle behind him is a dumpster fire, and now they don't like have you him. Call me Kamara. Kamara, obviously, he might be the best player on the team. But if Kamara goes right. down for a week or two. 
got Latavius Murray. We've seen Latavius Murray run for 100 yards. We've seen the Saints win. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We gotta, we yeah. gotta go through this depth chart here, and 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 then and then Thomas, I I, I told well, Thomas, I, I said I Thomas, <laughs> yeah, I said Thomas, Saints fans, we are depressed. <laughs> we are in a bad spot. We on this podcast, we tell it like it is, but we also, it's July. We need to bring the people optimism. We need to get them fired up. We need to make them believe everything is going to be okay. And he says, Ralph, don't worry. I got you. I'll make a shy tuttle montage. So we got a shy tuttle montage coming that's going to get us believing shy tuttle can do anything. It's the best of the best of shy tuttle, right? But. This this depth chart, man, it is sadness, Dave. It is pure sadness. It's it's shy Tuttle. It's Jalen Dalton, who sounds like an extra in a Patrick Swayze Roadhouse se- sequel. Um, Almost Andy Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> he might be related. I mean. Maybe he can play QB. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Glasgow, he sounds like uh, like a, a like a midfielder for uh, right. like a soccer club for for right. Scotland. I was, right? I was gonna say Ryan Glasgow sounds like a Game of Thrones character. <laughs> Albert Huggins sounds like a Civil War colonel that uh, fought against his brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, well, who knows? Maybe, maybe Lorenzo Neal Jr. Really that's that's good. And then Joshua Bronson. He sounds like a, he sounds like a Showtime action it's hero. It's Josiah. It's um, Josiah. Josiah. Uh, Josiah Bronson. Again, sounds like a Showtime movie of the week action hero. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. <laughs> Ralph, that's a Josiah. Ralph can't Ralph. say anyone's name right. You've got, you, a Jos- you've got a Josiah Bronson fathead on your wall behind you. How do you not know how to pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> Just because. In fact, that's four. That's three that's of the, the defensive tackles. <laughs> that's three of the defensive tackles on the depth chart right there as fatheads. On yeah, that's, Ralph that's Bronson, Huggins, and Glasgow. I feel There's like Gla- we got Glasgow, we got Bronson, and who's that third one? Is that uh? That's oh Huggins. yeah, that, that's Shy Tuttle. Yeah, Shy yeah. Tuttle. That's Shy. There he is. So, he is. so yeah, I feel like my my terrible fathead wall is becoming a, a, a part of the show. It's more of a, it's more of a co-host than Minxy the cat at this point. Um, but I feel Thomas, like you've moved to a different room, and we don't see, we don't hear Minxie as much. Yeah, you say that now, is she? <laughs> on, oh, on cue. Nice. That's not. A, it's not a nice. sound effect either way. He so, heard her name, Thomas. Minxie cat, cat, where are you? Thomas, get to the get to the shy Tuttle hype video. There it is. Look at this. Now, now granted, it's shy oh. Tuttle in high school, but. Oh, this is high school. Yeah, look at the oh, oh, look savagery, savagery. The big man is. (laughs) Look at that. I mean, he can do anything. He's kind of he's he's leaned out a little, huh? Yeah, I mean that. that. Wow, he looks like a terror wearing the numbers. Oh my god, he just murdered somebody. Um, but I. You're right. I was. I am watching porn on my computer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at that. I mean, Finally. if you're not watching the YouTube Shy stream and you're li- and you're listening to the podcast audio version, you're missing out. Shy Tuttle is destroying people. Oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Whoa! And deception. And then Matt Ryan. And then he Get picks off Matt Ryan <laughs> and rumbling. And he gives a stiff arm. Oh my God! It ne- it'll never ever get. He just. I mean, he- Matt Ryan should have retired out of shame. After he got that, so that 
Did that? I'm fired up for Shy Tuttle now. Maybe Dave is right, Andrew. Maybe Shy my Shy Tuttle. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I usually, I usually am right. I feel better. I feel better. Much better now. But uh, what's next? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. And and Skooks brought this up on Twitter. Uh, Ooh, can Skooks. can can Taysom Skooks. should Taysom play defensive tackle? Because he can do anything. Should we play Taysom? Ooh, I like it. Because Taysom can especially, do anything, especially with this new quarterback body. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I mean, can he play defensive? Tackle? Or you put him, at, yes. you put Taysom at end, yes. and you move Cam Jordan inside. Yes. Can he play any position you want him to play and play it well? Yes. I got. I gotta say the whole no. The the whole kick Cam Jordan inside thing. What is that? Like, he he played like three snaps. Yeah, there. like that like, was what, a thing. In where what, in what world is that a thing? I I read that on ESPN. They rated the top defensive ends, and one of the personnel people they talk to is like cam jordan is great because you can move him inside and he can dominate there and i was like what i was like wait a minute wait did i miss something or is that the most bullshit thing i've ever heard in my life like cam jordan doesn't play inside but then i was like doubting myself I'm like because i drink a lot during the games I d- and I'm usually i just sloshed. hope that that was a that was a coordinator it was coordinated yeah. as a random coordinator yeah. i just hope I hope to God he coaches in the AFC, and he just hasn't watched any tape. You know what I'm saying? God, it wasn't Dennis Allen. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd feel better if it was Dennis Allen, because then maybe there was some credence to it, and he just hasn't like utilized it yet. You know, like right. he's seen it in practice or whatever. But yeah, that would be really funny if it was like Atlanta's offensive coordinator. Oh my God! If it's if I hope I hope it's an AFC East that would coordinator. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it would. That would be great, um, but t- but Taysom can do anything. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to maybe a little bit more on the Taysom and Jameis thing. That's getting really interesting. Um, but seriously, they got cap space, Andrew, because they didn't they didn't extend Marcus Williams. We'll get to that in a second. But but they've wah, got wah. they've got to add a veteran guy somewhere. They're gonna they're gonna add a veteran guy between now and week one, right? They got it. Whoever it'll be, we Thomas can give us the I list mean. in a second. Look at corner, receiver, defensive tackle. So there's a lot of positions on this team now. If I, all of a sudden, Dave, if I told you the Saints, they can only add one guy. You don't have to give me a name, but tell me: corner, receiver, defensive tackle. I'll give you. They'll add one guy before week one, and that guy will be oh above average. You can pick the position. What position do you want? This is like Sophie's Choice. I mean, I mean, there's really, there's no wrong answer. Could here. you really use no a answer. reference from, but the last 35 years, ninety so percent of the people listening to this podcast, they don't know what the fuck Sophie's Choice is. I barely. I gotta know be what honest with you. I don't even know what. Sophie's I, Choice I was gonna is. say, what is Sophie's I just, Choice? I mean, I mean, I, I know, I know, I know. I know what it means, like, but I—is I, it so like a, based on a movie, right? I've never yeah. seen the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like Sophie's Choice is more dated than Lorenzo's Oil. Sophie's Choice. Sophie's <laughs> Choice is. Yeah, I've never seen the movie, but Sophie's but Choice, well, 1982 Lorenzo American Neal. drama. Lorenzo Neal's Oil. <laughs> oh my God. It's Lorenzo Neal Jr. That is yeah, the worst ju- joke I've ever heard. Yeah, that was terrible. 
A Polish immigrant with a dark secret from her past who shares a boarding house in Brooklyn with her tempestuous lover, Nathan, and young writer, Stingo. That's the, What's the, the year? Who was in the movie? 1982. Meryl Streep. Oh, of course, Meryl Streep. Um, I mean, what kind of reference is that, Dave? I mean... Dude. Meryl Streep, I mean, Kevin Klein, and Peter McNeil. Am I going to start talking McNeil. about Bart Starr's tape? Here? I know, Jesus. <laughs> like, like you would have been. Be- is this the Joe? Is this the Joe Namath podcast? Is this- I didn't think that autogram. I didn't think that was autogram of a reference. I mean, we are. We are. Anyway. We are the dons of old Saints Twitter now. We're the referencing- Y.A. Tittle podcast. Oh, my God. You aren't kidding. <laughs> trying, just trying to keep up with the young Jameis 101s out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, to answer your question, I don't know. I can't pick. I, 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 you know, I'm not going to say defensive tackle just because that's we were just talking about that. So I'll say cornerback. I mean, what the hell? They need they need all of those positions, and they need them badly. I want yeah, them to sign cute. Snacks. That's pretty cute, Dave. Snacks Harrell. Harrison, because just because his name is Snacks, that's a great, you know. I mean, keep him away from me, because <laughs> who knows? Andrew, um, it's like a Keebler elf keep, going keep, to play. Keep, play keep with him away. From, keep keep him away from Bucky's. Bucky's, <laughs> you aren't kidding. Bucky's is amazing. I had a seventy-ounce cherry Coke from there today. It just filled through my veins. It was amazing. Oh yeah, I was kind of proud of this uh, this tweet right here. Yeah, you said you said the Saints currently have no average quality DTs on their roster. That's just a fact. A very fragile roster just got a swift kick in the junk, and I responded, "I'll be looking for responses here to try to argue otherwise. Then I'll know who is all in on Quan Alexander." <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that was kind yeah, of funny. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of my my jokes are funny, joke I've ever heard. right? Like, there's a lot of jokes that I throw out there that I think are hilarious, and then I'm just like, "Hey, what do you think?" And you yeah. guys are always like, yeah, "That's like, no. leave the leave the funny stuff to me." And yeah. sometimes, and sometimes, and Monadula. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I I don't know. I Monadula mean, is only funny when he makes sense, which is like 10 percent of the time. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't added me with any dumb. Dad joke responses in a while. Manadula, what? You dare slip, I dare I say slipping. I'm, I'm, I'm slipping? Get I'm, on I'm, that. I'm Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad free. No ads ever. You also get breaking Saints news podcast, Saints player grades, early access to shows, and behind the scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today Andrew, they're gonna add somebody right they gotta do something they can't they, they, they that, have that, to they have to yeah would yeah. could defensive tackle a corner I, I think both honestly both positions it's just look maybe they'll get into camp and be pleasantly surprised i think that's what happens a lot of times is you go into camp and you, you kind of assess what you have and we've seen it uh i'm trying to think back uh when they added gillisley at running back um oh yeah and uh, what they, year added was that, after, they added him after a mini camp, I think. Yeah, and so like they 
took a look at the running backs and they were like, I think this was when Ingram was suspended, right? Yep. I think Ingram was suspended and they're like, yeah, let, let's see what we have in these UDFAs. And, you know, two weeks in a practice, like, nope, go get nope. Gillisley, you know? And so I, I think we'll probably see that with camp where they'll assess it. And mm-hmm. after two weeks, they may say, man, Adebo's progress is insane. And he's looking better and better each day. And he's learning quickly. And maybe there's an opportunity to play him early in the season. So maybe they'll hang on and, and or, you know, maybe Jalen Dalton or Malcolm Roach, or, you know, they're tearing it up and they're like, yeah, Dave's UDFA son. Uh, things are looking good, but like, yeah, I think they'll assess what they have and maybe get pleasantly surprised. But I think that's kind of a long shot at this point. And if that doesn't play out, then they have to add someone. They have to, and it's not that they're going to replace David on Yamada. I don't think that's possible. That ship has sailed. Like they're going to have to wait six weeks for him to come back to get an upgrade at that position at this point. But it's all about kind of mitigating, like, I don't want to call it a disaster, but, like, that's officially a point of serious concern. And if you can get someone in there to at least hold it down, they may have to outsource that. Well, here's I don't the, know that they, they have enough in the building to keep that stable. Here's the concern, Dave, and it was a tweet that Andrew tweeted that was a, actually a good joke by him. He said, at least yeah. if you're going to get suspended, you know, you're better off – Juicing, juicing your balls, your balls off, off, juicing your balls off, than trying to shoot your dick off. And here's the thing: I thought Onyemata, when I saw that he was going to get suspended, was going to be like four games. He got six. I thought I, I'm. Th- I was thinking Lattimore. If he gets suspended, it'll be like one game or two games. Dude, if they lose Onyemata for six and Lattimore for four, they are fucked. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's not a good look. Uh, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think it's going to stay at six? I mean, he's not going to appeal this mm, and maybe get it down to four. He's already tweeted saying he takes responsibility for what he puts in his body. Yada yada yada. That that doesn't sound like an appeal to me. That doesn't yeah, sound like that's, this was a strong injustice. This sounds was, like a guy who yeah. he went through the well, appeal could, process and he tweeted it out on. Friday because he knew it was going to go live and his appeal was already done. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was done. So, I mean, but I'd I'd love it, Dave, if he could get it down to four because, because six is a long time. I mean that I would take it. I would take him for, I would take it for five and a half. If he could get a quarter, (laughs) you know, a second half of that six game, I'd be down for that. Yeah. So we got we got that still on the horizon. So the dark Thomas keep the. But look, uh, I, I like my thing is, you know, he's playing it off as like, yeah, I know I'm responsible for my body, but like I have this regimen and I was taking a bunch of supplements and I guess one of them was tainted. My bad, but I didn't know and it's my mistake. Like, I would almost rather if you like, look, if you're gonna lose six games, I hope it's horse tranquilizer argentinian <laughs> goat blood mixed with right ralph what did you say the lance armstrong cocktail the lance armstrong you know, cocktail just, yeah, yeah yeah a little like, blood doping sprinkled on yeah. top like seriously like i want you to come back from the suspension Wreckish. and look like a freaking alien yeah you know secret labs of wada <laughs> like, yeah well like, here's if, a great question it's worth it if i'm only gonna get 11 games out of you because you gotta miss the first six like Let's make sure it's some good shit. I mean, you know, let's make sure. Yeah. Dave, how good does he have to be to make us be like, 
Six games? It was cool, David. You got the good shit. Totally it, worth it. Totally <laughs> worth it. How good does he have to be? How good does uh, he have he to be? 10 sacks in those remaining 10, 11 10 games. 10 sacks in 11 games. Sign <laughs> yeah. me up. That's great. What? Yeah, he is. He might be so good next year. One of our podcasts for the Daily Show can be like, who needs to get on the Onyamata regiment to up their game? And we can. Ralph, not- you are so right, though. It's so funny. Like we talk about this with NFL players, and it's just like, look, I don't care about the suspension. I'm mad you got caught, but be awesome when you get back. And you know, if we could just go three and three while you're gone. And then you play awesome and you help us win a bunch of games. It's all good. It's all good. But like, you know, baseball, oh these God. other sports, like you've oh pissed at the altar of this sacred sport. You're, we could never forgive you. How could you do something so dirty? It's you might not get into sacrilege. Yeah. Sacrilege. Football. Get back and be awesome. You better make the you better have taken the good shit. You know who I miss already? Trey Hendrickson. Oh my God. <laughs> You know he doesn't play defensive tackle, right? No, but he misses him. Who's 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 replacing those? What sixteen sacks? How many sacks? Thirteen and a half. Oh, Carl Carl Grandison, easy. Andrew's oh UDFA gosh. son. So we had that bad news come down the pike anyway, Friday this morning. Onyamata stuff. That's Malcolm Roach's music. That's all. That's I'm right. say. Well, here's the thing too. I want to remind people that news broke like Friday morning at like six forty-five a.m. Patrons, they had a podcast in their custom RSS stream, 8, 10 a.m. Me and Andrew had broken it down. Done Ralph the was behind a dumpster. Well, I was behind a dumpster. Like, that's the commitment to you. So if you're not a patron, become a freaking patron. We're the best Saints podcast anywhere. Everybody else, they didn't give you a podcast at 8 fucking a.m. on a Friday, breaking down Onyamata's suspension. You had, just you had you. people tweeting You had people tweeting at you saying, hey, where's the breaking news podcast? And you're like, uh, we posted it three hours ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was, like, the program, I was like, where dude. the fuck you been, buddy? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, like he, like he's thinking, oh, we're gonna get. What to, like, kind of operation do you think this is? Yeah, I mean, we may have, yeah, we, we may have poor audio. I may have a background that is of a questionable Jaylen taste. Dalton fathead. Yeah, it may be of questionable taste, <laughs> but we dominate breaking news podcast. There's no other podcast for the Saints podcast that can fucking touch us. Top one. Top, we're one. Everybody else is riding in our wake. Yeah. Uh, speaking of best podcast, uh, how's the Malta rankings? Any updates there? Malta ranking number four. It's embarrassing. Welcome what? to Uganda. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's our friend's name again in Malta? Miguel. Miguel, dude, Miguel. you gotta step it up. Gotta step it up, Miguel. Do we do we need to get Miguel back on the show? Is that what back, it takes? Yeah. Is that what it takes? To I get think back we to need to do a we need to have a live broadcast in Malta. Maybe the Malta <sighs> Board of Tourism could sponsor us. Um, I hope Malta's doing well with the Delta variant. So <laughs> that's that, you are that. not kidding me. That was that wasn't a joke. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> Dave, we got me and Andrew did the breaking news <laughs> podcast on. Marcus Williams not signing his extension. And we talked about it in the Spotify Green Room. Why Butch, by the way, download the Spotify Green Room on your phone. Join us every Wednesday. It's awesome. But Dave, what was your thoughts on the Mar- on Marcus Williams not signing the extension? I was stunned. I had to have Thomas do two separate graphics because I thought it was a sure thing. Thomas had done the 
Marcus Williams signs the extension. Then he had to do a graphic where he crossed it out, signing the extension. He had to do another one that he didn't. So what were your thoughts? Were you as surprised as me that Marcus Williams didn't sign the the extension? I was definitely hopeful. You know, it could have potentially freed up a lot of money for the Saints and, uh, you know, to maybe be a little bit more aggressive, you know, right now at the before training camp or maybe during training camp. Um but I mean, he's still only on the books for this year, and the next year he's not on the books. So, um, you know, they'll still have that free money uh, and decide what they want to do next year. Uh, but hope Marcus Williams doesn't get injured. I guess I know. God, that, that he risks. He's risking a ton because yep. that dude, his calling yep. card. I mean, he's smart and he works hard and all that, Andrew. But his calling card is his range. And if he gets a knee injury, like it's it's gone, like twenty five, thirty million, and guaranteed that the Saints were probably going to pay him, it's up in smoke. So he took a hell of a risk. Ralph Marlboro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Green Room, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Green Room on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. Yeah, it's not uh, unique. You know, of all the guys that were franchised, I think one, one or two got long-term deals. Uh, mm-hmm. Mouton of the Panthers is one. So uh, I, we've talked about this dynamic on a daily podcast, but you're in a situation where as your franchise, you get down to the wire and the team knows that you're squeezed. Because the the, dy- the dynamic for the player is very much, I could sign with the teams offering me now, or I can play out the year and make a lot more in free agency as long as I don't get hurt. A lot more. If I don't get tagged again. Actually, if I get tagged again, I make more. So I can make a lot more no matter what, as long as I don't get hurt, right? So that that's the dynamic at play. And, and, and when I say don't get hurt, it's really just don't get seriously hurt. You can get hurt, miss a couple games. As long as you're playing well, it's fine. Um, the agent doesn't want you to take that offer because the agent knows that if you take an offer that's for a little bit less, that makes you happy, that cures your finances long term and you know takes care of you, uh, it doesn't further the inge- agenda of the NFLPA. Because here's the thing, like if Marcus Williams signs a deal that's $2 million a year below market rate, then he's got other agents calling him being like, dude, fuck you doing? You're, you're running in it for everybody. Your client is Marcus Williams. You got to get him the highest free safety contract out there so that I can get my client the highest free safety contract next year. Like, what are you doing? You're running it for all of us. And, you know, I, I think that's a major dynamic on top of the fact that Players think they're indestructible. Players have egos. And so a lot of them, you know, and, and, and the agents are telling him, look, stay out of the way. Like, let me do my job. You got to trust me here. I, this, I'm a professional. I'm one of the best. Like, if I'm telling you to play on a one-year deal at 
the franchise tag, you got to trust me on this because I know what I'm doing. And so that's in the player's ear on top of ego. They think they're indestructible. And then, you know, I, I just think the agents in this process, they help push the envelope on getting these players max deals. But I don't know that, and we're seeing it with these franchise tag players, I don't know that they're advising these players based on the position that they're in to secure their future because it is a big risk. Uh, If he tears his ACL or has concussion problems, if he has a substantial injury this year, then he's damaged goods. We've seen that so many times in the NFL. Well, I think, Dave, Dave, are you still here? Or You're there. Here's the thing that I was going to – I was just looking. My screen went black. Sorry, my my internet. It should be. It shouldn't be so shaky because I have the twenty five foot cable now. But my question right. to you, Dave, is: Isn't it even more risky as a safety? Because we've seen the safety market. Like it is kind of like Bitcoin. It goes up. It goes down. It's all over yeah. the place. <laughs> so like, it's true. It's isn't it even what I mean? Because if if you're a, a quarterback, you know Dak. Jack it's the, it's he the got cryptocurrency his money. of football. Yeah, like it's the cryptocurrency. So, like, I just feel like Marcus Safe Williams. Coin. <laughs> he's taking a he's taking a huge risk, as uh, someone might say. And I think anybody playing on a franchise tag, playing the game of football in the NFL, is taking a huge risk. Um, you know, maybe safety a little bit more so, but do you? Do you think he'll be on the Saints in 2022? It's up in the air. It's really up in the air. I mean, it really is. If he gets injured, probably not. Uh, If he doesn't play well, probably not. Um, You know, if he does play well, uh, then I'm sure they'll go back to the drawing board and try to sign a long-term deal. But yeah. um, I mean, I get why the agents are pushing the envelope because, like, he's just another dude to the agent. And the agent's thinking X amount of clients, X amount of years doing the profession, right? And so, like, he wants to kind of keep pushing the envelope. They all do. But for the player, what are we really talking about here? Like, if the Saints offered him, let's say, $30 million guaranteed, yeah, right? Like, what what is he passing up? Forty million guaranteed, and so that's the question you have to ask yourself, just logically, from a business standpoint. When you're 23, 24 years old, would you rather thirty million guaranteed or mm. the risk of, you know, five million? Let's say you tear an ACL and you get stuck with a one-year five million dollar deal because someone wants you to prove it, right? And it's not even guaranteed. But if you don't get hurt, what are you making, like? 10, 10 million guaranteed more, 15. So it's like, do you want to take 30 million with like your, or do you want to go to door number two, which is floor of 5 million ceiling of 40? Yeah. And, and to me, I just feel like the, like Marcus Williams, he's not like, I bet you he's not going to make that much more significantly than what the saints were offering him. Unless he, unless he, the, unless he balls out and has a like, well, double digit. If you turnovers. hit free agency, though, Ralph, the thing is, then you have thirty-two teams competing for your service. So that's where I yeah. think you're wrong. Uh, I, I think the Saints probably did lowball him, you know, because yeah. they're up against the deadline, and, and they said the Saints made what they felt was a fair offer. They couldn't come to terms. Marcus Williams didn't agree to it, 
Um, they've been really quiet about it. So that tells me that everything's been on the up and up. We've heard nothing. So like Marcus's, Marcus Williams' agent has played ball with Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis hasn't gone to the press, which he never does. So like they've kept things internal. So like that's good. But uh, they couldn't come to terms. And, you know, again, it's just like I, I'm always going to err on the side of like, especially like what we've experienced in the last year, dude, with COVID. Like we don't know, like the Delta variants out there. Like we think we're going to be in person in these stadiums yeah. this year. But like who knows? Like tomorrow isn't promised. Like we this past year, we've learned that more than ever. Take the money, man. You know, yeah. like take the cash. Speaking That's what I would do. Speaking of taking the cash, Dave, Lattimore, Armstead, one of them's got to get done either before the season starts or during the year because if the Saints, if they don't sign, they can only franchise one person, right? So they got to get Lattimore or Armstead done, and then maybe you only you sign another one and you only lose one of the guys. So Armstead, Lattimore, who gets the giant bag of money before week one? This is like a Sophie's Choice. Oh my God! <laughs> you with this? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thomas, uh, get a Sophie's Choice poster. L- Lorenzo's oil. Up. This is the Lorenzo's Neil oil. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> when do we find out? When do we find out about Lattimore's legal? Troubles? I don't know. Like still waiting. You know, on when's it. his next court date? Uh. Is he going to plead guilty and get this over with? Is he going to plead not guilty, fight it? But, I mean, you know, I, I think I mean, Sarah I, I comes I into play. Think but... Lat- I don't think Lattimore's getting suspended. I don't think he's going to get suspended. I'm just wondering. Yeah, I mean, I think it's – I think I think like, the I've seen, I've seen Cat go away. Terrell. Yeah, I've seen Cat Terrell and, like, Nick Underhill, like, say, like, oh, they're still waiting. But, like, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I just feel like he's not going to get charged. And even if he did – one of the guys in the car would fall on the sword for him. He'd be like, here's $10,000, go to jail for two days, take the, take the fall, fall on the sword for me, here's 20K, and it goes away. Like, I just, There's no way Lattimore is facing any charges for this. I'd be, you, I'd be surprised. I'm, I'm yeah. with you, Andrew. Is there, somebody that – Matt makes a good point in the chat room. Armstead might be the bigger priority than Lattimore at this point. But, Andrew, you made a good point. If they sign Armstead to a market deal, that'll be like $40 million of tackle they'll have invested. That is a shit yeah. ton of money. And, and I'm not saying it's it wouldn't work out because they're both awesome and I'd be for it. But that is a ton of money invested. Yeah, you kind of got to hedge your bets by position group, I think, a little bit. Well, so, yeah. I mean, well, or if you're going to have a young quarterback come in, uh, you want to have two good left and right tackles, don't you? Joe Burrow, Burrow, sure, with like $80 million invested in in tackles, right? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Wargoat4, I don't know if I said that right, Wargot4, he said he's definitely getting suspended now that y'all said he's not getting suspended. That's right. Yeah, that's that's done. Lock that in. Remind remind us. Hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. Also, I want to give a (laughs) shout out to someone right at the the top of this uh, show. Uh, Yeah, Anthony... Enriquez had a, he, he said, uh, Ralph, that your opening was sh- so low energy that he might fall asleep while texting and driving. Uh, <laughs> but no, the, the other funny, the other funny one was, uh, let's see, where was, uh, oh, I want to give a shout out to this person. I forgot about this. Hold on. I'm looking for, it. oh yeah, it was, it was Jason who said, Jason Champagne, he said, 
who dat, who dat, who dat say they're going to play defensive tackle for the Saints this season. <laughs> so, uh, I, like, I appreciated that. Car- Gabe says karma for Bounty Gate. That's Vikings fans stuck in 2009. Um, yeah. Before, before we get to Richard Sherman, Ted Ginn retired uh, from the NFL. Uh, I didn't realize that he was – considered himself still a player in the league. Uh, Ted Ginn, the Ted Ginn experience <laughs> was really a success. It was a success for the Saints. It was really fun in 2017. He had arguably the best season of his career. He his hand suddenly turned into be to be very good. He had and by the way, in 2017, Ted Ginn was a monster in both of the playoff games. Like he caught a ton of balls. But this is the thing with Ted Ginn is <laughs> so Ted Ginn isn't going or got four is on fire. Uh so Ted Ginn isn't coming on off fire, I guess. He's, he's not. No, he's retiring. Uh, that is um, a that is a Saints Twitter joke staple. So, uh, someone uh someone sent that on uh on Twitter earlier this week and uh you know that catch that he made inside two minutes against the Rams, you know, really should have been the the uh the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Before the whole Tommy Lee thing. It should have been it should have been the and, nail in the uh, coffin. It should have been yeah. Ted Ginn's crowning achievement. And Ted Ginn should be in the Pantheon with like P- Porter and other guys for the Saints that made huge plays uh, Pierre Thomas, guys that were huge in playoff games. But it wasn't to be and I was gonna say like the Ted Ginn, overall, his experience with the Saints was really fun. But when I think of him, it kind of makes me sad because I think of the NFC Championship game and I think of that punt that he caught from Breeze and the Saints didn't score. We know how it went. <laughs> that punt. It, well, well it that was, was the a, that was the apex of Drew Brees' lack of arm strength because <laughs> it was the it was the first time in history that I can remember that Ted Ginn was running a go route. And the defender covering him was like two yards in front of him. Somehow he never ran past him, which was crazy because Ted Ginn was insanely fast. And Breeze gave it everything he had. And he underthrew it so badly. And the defender was so far in front again that all he had to do was kind of jump up and catch it. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was an amazing play. But, but here, you know what's funny about Ted Ginn? And this is what I'll always remember about him, just kind of watching tape and stuff. I always thought like his routes were kind of terrible, like his crossing routes, his comeback routes, not very good, but they were always wide fucking open. It was, and it was because his deep speed was so insane that the defenders respected it. And so while like the way it wasn't fluid at all, like his comeback route was terrible. Like he would kind of have like this catch where he would fall to the ground and kind of defend himself of the ball as he caught it. Like, it was just like terrible he was the ki- not how you would write it up, but it was effective because his speed was so insane that it set it all up, and it was like he could get away with that because was, of how fast he, he was. He was the king, Dave, of making the business decision and stepping out of bounds. Like he never Yeah, took- that's exactly what I was going to say. He never made yeah, – exactly. and he never tried to run over anybody. But the thing is, he played for so long, like you can't argue with it. Like it worked. 14 years in the NFL, right. uh, you don't get that by – putting your head down and turning up field. Yeah. Um, so before we get to Richard Sherman, I want to remind people, if you want um, My wife. to put a, ra- a raspberry pie. If you want Ralph's wife. 
Ralph's, yeah, Ralph's wife, my wife, to put a pie in my face. We got to get to two, the 350 patrons. We're only at 283. We got to get to 350 by week one of the preseason. Sign up for the podcast. We had Opie, we had Dan, and we had Steven. They all signed up, became annual patrons they get the box they get the the everything for a year for and they get are we are we still waiting to give away three subscriptions we are patreon, i'm gonna uh, ch- i'm gonna choke out a help desk person at, at patreon they are being uncooperative <laughs> to the max i don't know if we're gonna be able to do this it like they don't want our cash they don't want our money and it's yeah. driving me fucking insane we will these these three people we will get them something of value i promise um but but andrew richard sherman he's been sort of our um sort of poster child poster child or like we're we're thirsty for him as the kids say we want him like we he's been is that a richard sherman fathead behind you it might be. It might be. He's this. Um, he's this year's system corner. But he got arrested for <laughs> burglary, domestic violence this week, and um, it's bad in a sense of it was bad what he did. He fought with a cu- like uh, his brother-in-law, I think. Uh, he was drunk. He had drinking a bottle of Hennessy, a bottle of vodka. But he said afterwards he had problems to his work BAC through. His BAC was Ralph Malboro. Yeah. His, his B, his BFC, <laughs> his blood alcohol level was Hennessy. Um, but here's the thing: that 911 call. We don't want to make fun of Richard Sherman because he admitted, "Look, I got problems. I need to work through some issues." But Dave, I don't know if you listened to that 911 call. That 911 call I operator did. was horrific. Like it was a literally checklist of what not to do. I feel like on a 911 call. Yeah. No. I, I um. You know, I I think we could all we should all and could be should be concerned for Richard Sherman, but I, I got to be honest with you, the nine one one operator dispatcher. Uh, I'm more concerned for her. So like you know, Richard, Sherman, <laughs> forget it. I'm not even. I'm, that's not even a big deal. Uh, he'll get some help. I don't know whether any anything can help that lady. Uh, she, like she was just like totally rude. Like I. I I've watched many episodes of Rescue 911 <laughs> hosted by William Shatner it's right. in the 80s in the 90s growing up and I never heard I never watched one dramatization where the 911 dispatcher uh was a Karen and just like <laughs> Just like she was, it was like she didn't even want to be there. She was like pissed off that she was even at work that day, and that she had to deal with somebody who was having a personal crisis. She put in home. for PTO and got denied, and she yeah. just wasn't and she happy. Was like, uh, and I mean, but like seriously, I think she she stole the show, and she totally just, she totally distracts uh, from the fact that Richard Sherman uh, had a you know miniature mental breakdown or. Uh, mo- moment of rage or whatever, because um, I feel like everybody's talking about this woman and not not Richard Sherman's problems. Yeah, it, it's kind it's it's kind of sad when you think about it. It was it was really it was really sad because they had the dogs attacking Richard Sherman. Like we laugh about it because she was horrible, but thankfully nothing tragic happened to Richard Sherman. But something tragic could have happened to him. 
And I'm telling you, if something would have really gone wrong and we listed, we'd have, it wouldn't be funny with the 911. I really, I really want to follow up on this. Like, uh, I'm going to let's see if I can Google. Where was this? This was in uh, King County, Washington. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, Andrew, does it, does, it, does it make the Saints less likely to sign Richard Sherman? I feel like it. Yeah, of course. I feel like it might. It I feel like Richard Sherman might not sign until the season starts, which may not be bad for the Saints because he's thirty-two and you ain't getting seventeen. I mean, games he's damaged. He's damaged goods right now, at least for now, right? I mean, he's yeah. got a. You know, listen. I, he's got bigger things to worry about, I think, than football right now. Yeah. I mean, just based on how that all went down, and you know, I, I hope for his sake that it's just a. Uh, isolated thing and he can get himself squared away pretty quickly but you know mental health is not always that easy no i but i think dave the best case scenario for the saints because you're only going to get like six to eight good games out of richard sherman the best case scenario would be like sign him around halloween takes him a couple weeks to get up to speed and then you get like six to eight good weeks out of them like because i think that's the best case scenario you don't want you don't want to sign richard sherman in august you because you only get you only get it you only have a limited amount of good games from him because he's old man the chat is on fire tonight (laughs) i i i i I, I pause for a second to make jokes you know when we're talking about someone's uh health and all that so but this is this is too funny not to say this out loud Reek says is this cell next to Brandon Browner? That would impact my answer if we wait for him. Well, here's the thing, though, Dave. <laughs> the Saints waited. The, the Saints. Hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. Here's the thing, though, Dave. The Saints waited for Andrew's UDFA son, Carl Granderson, while he was in jail. Should they not also wait for Richard Sherman? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Well, I don't. I, I, Richard I mean, Sherman's Richard not going to actually thing. be in jail. Yeah, Richard no, Sherman he's out is going to be. He's out of jail. Yeah, Rick Granderson was like Apples in and jail. Oranges. Yeah, he yeah. was in jail. Yeah, dude was doing time. <laughs> he was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I wanted to follow up on this. Federal pound me in the ass prison. On this, <laughs> <laughs> on this dispatcher, you know, because everybody on social media wanted her fired and and, and thought it was handled poorly. Uh, but the oh, the a former King County Sheriff. Um, so not the current sheriff of King County, but a former King County sheriff is defending her, saying that she did uh, everything right. You know, he says it was a very serious incident, as it turned out. But of course, the call receiver, when the first call came in from the wife, she doesn't know that. Well, uh, what are you telling me? That when a call comes into a 911 call center, your first reaction isn't to assume that the that situation is, is serious? serious. That's right. Are you, what the fuck? Is this guy an idiot? I, this is this is crazy. This is crazy. Uh, you mean the woman? Yeah, the woman caller. So she's just like, well, it wasn't that serious. She 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 couldn't know that it was that serious. Yeah, she could have. It's her job. She's nine one one. Don't you, you have to treat every serious? Don't you yes, have to every, treat every nine one one caller when you serious? Pick up the phone. The implication is shit could be real. Well, and he's like, <laughs> and he's saying, oh well, she, you know, stuff is happening, and these dispatchers have to get information quickly, and it's like, I understand that, but, like, you don't have to be a bitch about it. You can just keep <laughs> asking the question in a calm tone. You don't have to have that. She had a very... Uh, she had a Karen tone to her. Yeah, she did. On, she really look, did. Look, I have Karen. no training. I have no idea how I'm supposed to field that call, and I feel like I could have done a better job. I'm not going to lie. Right. 
<laughs> I feel like I could have feel that call in the moment in that heat of the intensity of it all. And I feel like I would have done a better job of handling that situation. Here, here's the thing. Before Just we, saying. that's right. Before we get to, um, the questions from the listeners and, uh, the new segment, we have a new trivia segment before we get to that. We are going to do something amazing in a couple of weeks with the live stream. So stay tuned. Thomas is drawing up plans, schemes, the live stream. Dave is eating prosciutto. Yeah. Like Dave. Picking his nose. The the live stream. If you think it's fun now, it is about to get a lot more fun. So just. That's a tease. Thomas, did I do a good enough job teasing what we got cooking for the live stream? For your standards, very good. <laughs> Look, can't even, can't even just give me a real compliment. Can't even say, good job. He just has to give you with the backhand. Back, he has to hit me with yeah. the backhand every time. That's how we roll. So, okay, I, give it, I give it up. So, Thomas, fire up the, uh, fire up the trivia question that we're going to start doing maybe not every week, but regularly for the people. We got a really fun trivia question, uh, for the people this week that I thought of and did a little research. And I, I try to make it so where you can't just Google it. Uh, so what quarterback Dave drafted by the saints has the second most wins in saints history behind Archie Manning's 35. And Aaron Brooks wasn't drafted by the That's Saints. That's right. right? Aaron Dr- neither was Drew Brees. Neither was Bobby Hebert. Mm. It's tough. This is a tough one. We need some. Uh, maybe, we might need some trivia music, Thomas. We might need like Jeopardy. Well, no. we can't if we play the Jeopardy theme. YouTube would ding us <laughs> copyright. Andrew, do you have an answer? Do Somebody I need to write the- a jingle. Yeah, write the trivia jingle. Oh, yeah, we need a new jingle. I can play the old one if you want. <laughs> Andrew, do you have an answer? They have to be drafted, right? They have to be drafted by the Saints. Damn, Andrew, Andrew Googling already. <laughs> yeah. With one hand, with one hand. I, I need to Google. Thomas, reveal the answer. Daniel got it. Already? Oh, no, 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 no. no. I want to guess this. I want to okay. guess. Yeah, because I'm trying to think like all the quarterbacks, like the Billy Joes, uh, Jeff Blake, yeah, J- J- Jason, Jason was first. Jim, Ever- Jim, Jim Everett. Um, you know, there's a lot of like. Wait, did he already say it? Did Jason? Yeah, say Jason it? already said it. Oh, it's Dave Ooh, Wilson. Reveal the answer. reveal. Reveal. Wasn't it's, he a supplemental draft? pick? He was a supplemental draft pick. That doesn't I was, count. I was gonna <laughs> say Dave Wilson. If you don't count Dave Wilson, you know who's third? Is it is it Werfel? It's fucking Werfel. Is it? <laughs> it's Werfel. Bravo. How many With wins? How many wins is Werfel? Six. <laughs> Dave Wilson is 13. <laughs> I mean... Wilson had that many wins? He had thir- 13 wins? He had 13 wins. Because in, in 86... Bear broke his foot and Dave Wilson went six and seven. So, wow, you know, so how many, how many games did Wilson play in his career? Uh, I don't know. How many I, losses did he have? He was like, he was like 13 and 19, you know, 
I mean, uh, Archie okay. only won 35 in like 11 years, which is just insane. Yeah, J- Jason's asking, Werfel had six wins. Werfel started 3-0. and That's right. Um, <laughs> in uh, what year in 90, was that? 99. 99, yeah. Or, no, 98, 98. He started with three wins. Yeah. That's right. This so. is the, well, yeah. Two of them. Warfel came in against the Rams, so we had two starts. So I mean, that just shows. That is unbelievable. So I'm gonna try to come up with these trivia questions that people that you can't really just straight Google them. Uh, it's just gonna be it's it's hard to come up with uh, with fun random. Or you can send them uh, send them to us. Send or send them a, send us a trivia question. We'll do it. Um, but that's that's trivia. So now that we've done we've we've got the trivia out of the way, uh, Thomas, fire up the music and let's uh, let's get to the uh, questions from the peoples. Ralph Shuffle, finger guns, finger gun. This song. It's like poetry, man. I, my dream is that we have another live event and people will come dressed as Morton Anderson and Brian Hansen to the live, <laughs> the, to the live event. That is, that is oh, my dream said. to know that Morton we have Anderson. Hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. Dressed as Brian Hansen. <sighs> yes. That would be that would be the apex. Ralph. I hope you bring your Dave Wilson fathead with you to the live show. <laughs> is that Dave Wilson as a fathead behind your? Yeah. Wall? He's he in could, the middle there. Yeah, he yeah. could be. He's got the ball cocked, ready to ready to throw a touchdown strike. Yeah, <laughs> that, right. that must have been one of his twelve wins. <laughs> the the just naming a random next. Saints player and declaring them a fathead behind me—that's never going right. to get old, is it? Next next week's question never. is: oh, What's over under on Dave Wilson touchdowns four? <laughs> Like I can just tell from the stance that Breeze is really the fathead in the middle, but honestly, above him and below him, I have no idea. Like yeah. I, I literally can't tell from here. Mm. It could be anyone. It's 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 whatever you want it to be. All right, Thomas. Yeah, don't yeah, don't don't tell us who it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what's, Dave, you're what, muted. It's gonna be the trivia. What, what's well, first up? What's first up, Thomas? Okay, first question from your boy Alan. What no, new not, sponsor? Not <laughs> no, what? no budget this week. This week. What? Uh, what new sponsor name should grace the Superdome? Wrong answers only. Blue Chew. <laughs> That's pretty good. Manscaped. Advocate. Advocate. <laughs> Yahoo Finance. <laughs> the gamble super Papa dumb. Johns. Uh, Jimmy Johns. Sorry. Jimmy Johns. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. That's pretty good. What Do next? they have either of those franchises in Poland, Thomas? No, no, neither. Isn't McDonald's like high end luxury in Poland? Yeah, yeah. It is. Seriously? Yeah. No, not high end luxury, but it's pretty expensive. In my really? Opinion. It's like Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. How much is like a Big Mac? Uh, you can't compare. How many Vladi Divots is a Big Mac? I think like 10. Oh. 10 Vladis. Wow. 10 Vladis. 10 Vladis. 10 Vladis. Mm. Yeah. Pretty expensive. And a salami and a link. Mm. All right. What next? 
Okay, uh, next question comes from uh, Saint to Death. He asked us like four questions, so I we couldn't uh, make all of them. So first one is, uh, if you could bring back one Saint's interior lineman slash free tech from history, who would it be? Ooh. Glover and Martin included or Fally pre-heart condition retirement? Well, we know Ralph's answer. That's Wayne Martin. Yeah. We already know that. Uh, oh, man, Leroy Glover is so tempting. I mean, yeah, 2000, 2000 Leroy Glover was I un- think that's my answer. Yeah. yeah. I, I love me some Wayne Martin, but if you're just given, like, specific years, it's yeah. got to be 2000 Glover. I mean, 2000 Glover, he was – he was unblocked. He had he had seventeen and a half sacks from the defensive tackle spot. That is ridiculous. Yeah, has Aaron Donald ever gotten no, that no? I mean, there you go. Yeah. What I'm going with 2010 Cedric Ellis, guys, on this one. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> He's a fat head behind my wall. Too. I think he had. I think. <laughs> I think. I think he had eight sacks that year. <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that all right thomas what else you got (laughs) okay another question from uh, saints to death very serious one uh does any of the hosts have game day traditions past or present little ralph like did little ralph have a pair of lucky underwear he wore on game days follow-up questions your mother laid out for you (laughs) does little ralph's (laughs) Mother lay out his clothes for him. Yeah, my mom would lay out the Ricky Jackson jersey and my Saints hat, and I would wear it. Yeah, no, that was my Ricky Jackson jersey. I had a Ricky Jackson jersey I wore probably, probably like eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, like every Sunday when I watched the Saints until I outgrew it. I don't really have any traditions. Just depends on the game and but like what as time a kid, the game's at. And well, as a kid, did you have any traditions for the Mets with. or like the Islanders? No. no. No, not really. Andrew, did you have any tradition as a kid that you did? Uh, no, not really. I've gotten more superstitious as I've gotten older. Uh, so I will wear whatever outfit I have. If the Saints win... I will keep wearing that exact same outfit, right. no ex- no exceptions, no changes, uh, until they lose. So, like, mm-hmm. if they win six weeks in a row, I just keep wearing that on Sundays. I'll I'm, wash it. So, like, I'm not, I'm not a like, don't wash it kind of thing, but just it's got to be the same boxers, same shorts, same jersey or shirt, whatever. It's got to be everything the same. Same socks, same pair of socks. I'm not, I'm not a big superstition person for football, but for baseball, I'm a crazy person. When it comes to superstition, and I don't really, I don't have. I an think that's part of why. the culture. That, yeah, that's kind of like Ralph, What about my wife, dude? Sh- her, she's not superstitious, Thomas, because she takes every game that the Ashes play at an intense level. Superstition is not allowed. She was losing her mind today about the Astros not getting his. I've seen her lose her mind be. about spring training games. Like her intensity for the Astros is it's uncomfortable. You know that defensive t- tackle question? I'm going to throw Derlin Moore out there. Ooh, yeah, it's a good I one. I never saw him play, but 
everything I've read about him. He was, is just the thing he is, he'd be he might be animal. what the Saints need this year, Andrew, because he was so dependable. Like he never missed time. Like they need a yeah. dude that just is gonna show up. Well, is Derlin and- Moore still alive? No, he passed away. Yeah, right? I mean, no. you know, Alan Alan could probably give us a good synopsis on Derlin uh, on him. Derlin Moore Durland was Moore, the only but, decent yeah. defensive player the Saints had for like five years in the seventies. Yeah. I shit you not. Like, yeah. Um, another another uh, thing that uh, we do uh, is my dad years ago. He's a big LSU fan. I gave him a Devery Henderson jersey. This is a long time ago, and uh, he never wears the Devery <laughs> Henderson jersey. But he will put it on it. He will put it somewhere, like kind of drape it over a chair, and he'll just same thing. He'll kind of leave it there until the Saints lose, and then once they lose the jersey, he'll kind of migrate to different places around the house. That's not weird and, at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but it <laughs> just it stays in the same place until they lose, kind of thing. What next? Anthony Enriquez in the chat said, Dave's tradition is getting angry about holiday Saints games. Yeah. Facts <laughs> that is, only. That's, that's, that's a tradition I, uh, I want to die. A tradition death. like no other. And, yes. uh, well, I think I'm the most angry this year because, you know, my daughter's birthday is on Halloween and oh, yeah. Saints pulled that shit on me. Yeah, that's rough. Fuck. I feel uh, young. Alan says, brother. unofficially, Darlin Moore had 40 career sacks. Uh, he played nose tackle in Wade Phillips' scheme, and he played defensive tackle in the four-man front. Well, you know? no, I mean he he had uh, he Derlin Moore had like forty-eight sacks in his career. I was just looking at this. Yeah, they 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 just redid him where they can count. But yeah, I mean, but though, but that I mean, there was a bunch of seasons where he didn't get credit for sacks, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, no, that, that that's the, the 48, that, that's why the total probably went up. They just literally on pro football reference were able to import like all the count, all the sacks now before the oh, NFL really? made them unofficial. Yeah. So like all the stats in, in pro football reference are, are So updated. what did that entail? Like going to look at old games or something? No, they have a guy that like did all the stats and he like sold an import to them and they like updated them all. It happened. Wow. It happened this week. Yeah, it was pretty, it's a pretty cool thing. Anthony uh, Enriquez says Wait, Hollis so Thomas, Norman Hand would be a fun guy to add at defensive tackle. Just fun. If you want like a fun fat guy, Dave, Hollis Thomas, Norman Hand would be. Wait, are you guys. telling me that there was some like guy in his basement who or had already watched all the old games uh, and who had calculated all I of these do stats? I know how they did it. And then that guy sold it to the NFL? He sold no pro football reference. That is f***ing stupid. Oh, okay. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, they didn't count sacks until Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm seeing like sack totals in the 70s. Yeah, you're right. This yeah. is crazy. So like, by the way, uh, Thomas just played that Morris soundbite. Check out our YouTube channel, subscribe to it so you can get updates. Thomas cut a clip from our Mike Haas interview where he added the Jim Mora videos from the rants from the uh, oh I want to see that the Stowers rant. He even found the the video from the useless game rant where Jim Mora yells at Ron Svoboda, walks off, walks back, and yells <laughs> at him some more. And he's got the video of it. It's fantastic it's it'll be the best 15 minutes of your day uh besides this podcast (laughs) that's right so check it out our youtube channel is awesome so uh thomas is that all our questions or do we have any more no no we have one more andrew before we 
uh, go to it, I have to apologize to you. What is I that? lied. Last question comes from Badrich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At the buzzer. From the three-point line. Uh, so question from Badrich is uh, pulled from Twitter. Which running back duo would you say is the best? Kamara Ingram, McAllister Bush, Pierre Thomas and Darren Sproles, uh, Hilliard and Hayward, or Thunder and Lightning? And... Why is it Thunder and Lightning? <laughs> what is Thunder and Lightning supposed Come to be? on, really? That's, that's Chuck Muncy, Tony Mon- Galbraith. Muncy and Tony, Tony Galbraith. That's yeah. some old shit. That's some old head shit. <laughs> it yeah, is. Galbraith was the fullback, but he caught like 76 passes like yeah. in, in one season. He, he was, and which was, I think he led the league in catches, Ralph, that year? I think so. Uh, um, and then Muncy, before he got addicted to coke was like a 1500 yard a season back so yeah he he was that was a sick tandem yeah um i would say i would say pt and sproles that may be i may be i may have an affinity for them but i would say pt and sproles and that was back when when they only ran the ball 16 times a game uh, and they still put up some good numbers. You know, I think if PT and Sproles played now, uh, when Sean Payton runs it a little bit more, uh, I think their numbers would have been even better. Dave, you are cheating on your boyfriend. I am cheating. How could on you my have boyfriend? not chosen Kamara Ingram? I, you're right, I am cheating uh, on my quote unquote boyfriend, but I will Pierre say this. Lightning. Pierre Thomas, uh. Pierre Thomas, it was my original. Love, just absolutely for a running back, Pierre Thomas. I I love him. He was Pierre Thomas. I don't know. I feel he like was, uh, he was under uh, underrated, underrespected. I feel like and I'm you're... taking I'm taking Thunder and Lightning out of this because I never saw uh, Thunder and Lightning play. Actually, I never saw Hilliard and Hayward play either. I had to say, if you if you're gonna go on you, you one year, Hilliard and Hayward. If you're gonna tell you that is if you're gonna go on one year, I think it's really hard to beat. Sproles, Pierre Thomas from 2011, because Sproles was beyond ridiculous yes. and set the record well, for two well, yards. But I mean, Kamara, his rookie year was every bit as good as Sproles that year, right? Yeah, no, he didn't set the record for all time. He wasn't returning punts and kicks. He was rookie of the year for God's sake. I know, but he didn't have. He didn't set the NFL record for all-purpose yardage. But though. he wasn't. That's but all-purpose yards with aggression. All-purpose yards includes uh, includes return yards, and Kamara wasn't a returner. So exactly my point. Which but is the like question is RB duo. So like your all-purpose yards include return yards, and this is a RB. And your boyfriend. Question. Yeah. Wow. And you I do mean, Kamara, your boyfriend like that? Kamara uh, uh, and Ingram were the most fun. I'll still give them that. I mean, so, I, I've watched. I I didn't watch. I mean, Thunder and Lightning is kind of before my time. I mean, obviously, I know about them. Um, but I've watched all these, and this one's tough for me because obviously Kamara has been incredible, and Ingram was really good. Deuce McAllister. Uh, the thing about Bush and McAllister, like that tandem, I would say that Bush came too late. Like Deuce, I think he had 1,000-yard season left in him when Bush came, but like it wasn't the same Deuce. Here's like, the, it wasn't the Deuce here's, that was just terrorizing the league. You know? Here's the thing, though. The the yards for Pierre Thomas and um, Sproles Sproles 
the rushing yards is almost identical to Ingram and Kamara from mm. 2017. And the what catches, are the rushing attempts? Yeah, I mean the yards. But yes. because because Ingram only had 400 yards rushing in 2017. Right, but how many touches did they did the two did Kamara and Ingram get? I feel combined? like I feel like Sproles and Kamara both were averaging like seven yards a carry. That in their no, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, yeah, no, I'm sorry. That was that was I was looking at receiving yards. It was eight. It was eighteen hundred to thirteen hundred. But receiving yards, uh, yeah. Sproles and Pierre Thomas edge ahead. So, it's. It's tougher than you think. I, I was I was with you, Andrew. I was like, it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be Kamara and Ingram. But man, uh, that duo was. These re- are all great. These are all great tandems. This is mm, a tough question. Hilliard and Hilliard and Hayward. What? Hayward was fun, but he was never really any good. Like he had. Yeah, more- if you look at all these players. Uh, Ironhead Hayward is by far the worst. Yeah, like of Hayward all these w- names. Yeah, yeah, like Hayward was fun, but like yeah. uh, your dad disagrees, Andrew. Check <laughs> yeah, well, I think he remembers me loving Dalton Hilliard, so you know. Yeah, bias. I mean, Andrew, they could they they could have had Dalton Hilliard and a picture of me as a great Saints running back duo, and you'd be like, I think I like that one. Dalton Hilliard, done. Ralph Malbro. <laughs> yep, done. So this wraps up this show, and I just want to say to everybody, we're ramping up for camp. Camp's only what now? What's today? Today's the 18th, so we're only 11 days away from training camp, 12 days away. and 55 days away from kickoff to week one. And I just want to – I just want to say our training camp coverage is better than everybody. We do a show every day covering practice. We have audio from players, from Sean Payton. Ain't nobody going to have that on a daily freaking basis as soon as we have it. So we're the best. So if you're thinking of signing up and you're holding out, sign up because training shout, camp. Shout out to shout out to Malf Ralbro. Shout, oh, shout yeah. out to Malf Ralbro. Uh, please, please don't stop tweeting. You're awesome. He's gonna get a check uh, lo- mark before me. God he, he's so good. He's so good. Man, it's I so just, funny. I want a check mark. I want what a happened che- to Dave? I don't know. I want a check mark just so I don't get shamed. Uh I'm tired of just people piling on me laughing at me for not having a good check mark. But uh yeah, Thomas but you, pl- listen, Ralph, you getting a check mark is not gonna stop that. <laughs> yeah, but you'll have to go you'll have to come up with something new. The check mark thing, y'all just beat me over the head with it. So, oh, uh, Dave, Thomas, Dave, your computer's working again. <laughs> play the play the music and, and uh, get us out of here. I just like lost my internet there for a second. Uh, Dave, you, your your internet's as shaky as my left hand. Sometimes I swear I to God. Ju- <laughs> wow, that's what Bob I, Dole said. I just got a new uh, <laughs> a new router. I got the new Cox Panoramic router. Router, so you can download and watch Sophie's Choice, and it won't uh, freeze up on you. <laughs> Apparently not. So thanks for everybody for joining us in the chat. You guys were on fire tonight, as Andrew said. Uh, Thanks to Dave. Thanks to Andrew, Kevin, MIA with the doctor girlfriend. Thanks to Thomas running the show back in Poland, setting up the trivia with the Dave Wilson silhouette, had the shy Tuttle video. Thomas, 
Chef's Kiss. You were on it tonight. It was brilliant. We love having you on board. But guys, thanks for joining us. And remember, kids, don't shoot your dick off. And until next week, the bar is closed. My copy of Sophie's Choices on VHS.